Hey, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Did you know we now have a number where you can text me? It's a fun way to stay connected. If you have any questions or comments about an episode or just anything in general, I'd love to hear from you. The number is 662-597-1738. Hey, y'all. I hope y'all are having the best uh, week. Uh, We are having some cold, cold, cold weather here in Northeast Mississippi. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, It's been cold, but let me tell you something. God is still good. He is still on the throne, and we're going to have a a great episode today. I'm so excited about that. Um, I know I tell y'all that all the time, but um, this young lady that I have with me here today uh, is on fire for God. That is the only way I know how to, to... to explain it. She is on fire for God, and she's a young person. Y'all, today I have with me Miss uh, Shelby Staten. Shelby, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, Shelby and I work together. She uh, she works at the restaurant with us. And, you know, back several, several months ago, when we were talking about doing an episode on stories, um, I was just trying to think of people, you know, that had an, had a, an interesting story. And it was just recently, it just hit me. Um, we were at the restaurant, and it just hit me. I was watching Shelby work, you know, and um, it just hit me that, oh, my gosh, she has a great story. So here we are today. Are you ready to do this, girl? Yes. All right. Well, I know you listen to Real Walk, so you know. What do we do first? Rapid fire. <laughs> All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Shelby, what's your favorite color? Blue. Yeah. I think sure. me too. Yeah. Blue. Or a form of blue. Yeah. Blue, yeah. green. Yeah. Um, you ready? Favorite food? Mexican. Aww, for sure. Good. Like some cheese dip? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, what's your least favorite food? That's a little tougher. Mm. Like, what will you not eat? Like tomatoes. Stuff like that. serious? I do not like stuff like that. Oh, my gosh, girl, you can't be from the South and not eat tomatoes. Oh, my goodness. Okay. what? Like I told y'all, Shelby works at the restaurant um, with us, and I was going to ask you, what do you love about your job at the restaurant? Getting to interact with all the different people and getting... To just love on people yeah. and be nice. Yeah. You're the person and, that gets to hand them their food. Like, yeah. you make them happy. Yeah. Because they finally get their food. Yeah. And you do such a good job, too. You're so sweet. Um, what's your favorite season? Don't you be looking at these questions. Summer. <laughs> summer, um, me too. Summer. Me too. And love I'm ready summer. for it. Y'all go to the beach in the summer? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Last question. If you had a day... And you had nothing to do that day. And you could do anything you wanted to do, like around your house. Not talking about like going out of town. But if you had something you could do, like you had four or five hours, what would you do? Four or five hours. You didn't have to be anywhere. How would you spend that time? Honestly, just regular time. Just I would be by myself. And what I do normally is... I'm in the work, like, I'm not even kidding, like, I'm watching YouTube videos, like, I'm, of course, you know, on my phone, things like that, but a lot of the day, honestly, I'm in the word, I'm watching YouTube videos and things like that, YouTube videos of, like, the Bible project and things like that, that's awesome, and it gives an overview, yeah, 
of and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It is. Uh, I love I don't love being by myself for long, long periods of time, but man, if I can just steal away for about an hour and a half or so, I don't care how hot it is outside. I'm going to go make a pot of coffee, and I'm going to go get in my Bible. I love it. I think you're that way, too. I love it, too. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, um, tell us, Shelby, before we get started, tell us, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. I am 20 years old. Like she said, I work at Longhorn. I'm in college at ICC. Um... You have a really strong family, don't you? I do. I yeah. do. A very amazing mom and Aww, dad that's and awesome. stepdad. That's very awesome. Good. So, like, every time I hear you saying something about home, you've always got your mom's grandkids, which would be your... My nieces and nephews. Yeah, they're always over a lot, right? Over all the time. <laughs> and I bet they love you, don't they? They do. Like, I see you We're, loving on them when y'all come to the restaurant. That's yes. good. That is so good. Um, okay. Well, um, tell me this, Shelby. Tell me what what life was like growing up in your house right um just normal basically like it was going to school growing up but biblically right yeah um did y'all go to did y'all go to church faithfully when you were growing up not faithfully but we did go to church gotcha and things like that and I went to, like, Wednesday nights when I was, like, 12 years yeah. old with some of my friends. Right. Is what I've I've heard, done. Yeah, I've heard you talk about your, um, I've heard you talk about your mom, how she would read you stories. Yes. I think that is so sweet because that reminds me of raising my children, Trent and Randy Catherine. So, tell us a little bit about she that. would She would read me stories every single night. Oh, that's like, so good. Every single night. And we would just be laying in the bed, and sometimes it would be just normal kid stories. But a lot of the times, it was out of this kid's Bible that she got me. Right. And it was broken down right. to better understand, yeah. and it was that's what she would do uh-huh. every night. That is and it so, was so good. Sweet. Yeah, that is so good. So, like, um, did y'all openly, and this may be a loaded question, but did y'all openly, like, talk about Jesus in your home, about how much you love the Lord and, um, like, how on fire for God you were? Or was, like, going to church and telling stories kind of basically it for you growing up? Well, of course, my mother, she always told me how much Jesus loved us. That is so good. And how much the literal creator of the universe loves us. Yes. But... It just not on fire like it is now, right? For all of us, yes, yeah, I understand that. I, I do understand that. I sure do. So, um, tell us this. So, how have things changed now? Because I know how long have you been working at the restaurant? Almost four years. Wow. So I know that you're not the same young lady. Not that you were a bad person. Not that at all. But you are not the same same young lady now that you were just even a couple of years ago when you first started working. So what? how are things different for you now as far as, you know, with the Lord? The biggest thing, the biggest change that I made was really getting into my Bible. Mm. And not just saying I'm in my Bible, you know, right? but really getting into it and studying the Word and knowing who Jesus is. Mm. 
That is so and good. And what he done. And having a real relationship with him. Y'all, do y'all hear this? This is a 20-year-old young lady that is talking about getting in the Word and not just pretending, you know. Mm, it is, that is, oh my gosh, that just blesses my heart so much. And you know what, Shelby? It's not always easy to understand, is it? It is not always <laughs> easy. But So tell me, like, if you come across a passage in the Bible that you don't understand, like, walk me through that, because I know that happens to me a lot. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, of course, before I get into my Bible, I always pray mm, and, girl. I, and ask for him to, for me to receive that word. I really do. And, but if, if it's a certain passage that I come across and I'm just, or word or that I'm not understanding, I have an app on my phone. I have, there's this, um, like a commentary. I go to it and I go to different versions. Wow. Of the word. Like King James Version, right? The New International Version. I did version. not know you did this. I, I did not know that you did <laughs> and this. And like the New Living's Translation. That is, yes. that is exactly what I do. That I is do. exactly what I do. Before I ever start, I pray. I seek the Holy Spirit. Ask Him yes. to please to you know just be in my presence in the room, and um, then just ask Him to help me to like you said receive the word. And man, when I get in there and I start digging around, I'm like, I don't get that. I get out my phone, I Google a word, you know, um, I Google maybe that word, I go to a commentary, then I might even go back to my phone to the Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app, and, you know, I might see what the message, how it says it, or then I may pick up the phone and phone a friend, you know, I'm always calling, you know, Tracy Hughley, she's my go-to, or, you know, Rebecca or whoever, and say, what does this mean? You know, what do you think this means? Yeah. Uh, I think that's where we have to work out our salvation. Like we get in there and we dig, you know, and dig and dig and dig. That's scriptural. We got to look that up. Um, well, Shelby, oh, one more question I want to ask you. Uh, do you use a paper Bible or do you use like, like your phone? I, n- 98% of the time, mm-hmm. paper Bible. Me too. 100%. Me too, girl. Me too. 100%. Yes, and I'm going to write in it. I'm going to make notes. Um, not that there's anything wrong with using a phone, your, you know, your app on the phone, your Bible app on the phone, but it distracts me because when I get a text or, a, you know, some kind of a notification or something, it distracts me. And that's just me. But I, I use a paper Bible also. Yeah. I just, I'm old school, can't help it. <laughs> Personally, yeah. Um, paper Bible, just so I can write my notes. And yes. Phone is such a distraction. Yes. Yeah, for it me is. Also. Um, and I'll have like three or four, like two commentaries and like two or three different Bibles, you know, laying out. So, man, that's, that is just um, like heaven for me, you know. Uh, and I haven't always been that way. You know, I had to pray and I had to ask the Lord to give me a desire because, um, I didn't want to read my Bible. I didn't grow up reading my Bible for, um, to know him more, like you said, I read my Bible to teach a lesson, you know, to just, um, I guess you can say regurgitate, so just to pass it on. Yeah. Uh, but now it's so sweet because now I read for him to, you know, to know more about Christ. To have a relationship. Yes. yes. Yeah, that relationship, like to get to know him more. Know that him. is so good. I love that. So let me ask you this real quick. Um, so like what distracts you, Shelby? From reading your Bible because I know I get distracted. Um, like I am an I am a I am a list maker. Like every day or every other day or whatever, I make lists. I've got to go do this. I got to go do this, and I will wake up with that on my mind, and I'll start 
trying to make my list. I'm like, no, put that down. And this is first. So that is, that's a struggle for me. So what is a struggle? What distracts you from getting in the word? I would say the most is technology, a phone. Yep. Yep. But everyday life does. Yeah. But you always have to make a point every single day yeah. to get into the Word. Intentional. Intentionally, yeah. yes. And for me, it has to be very first thing in the morning. Starting our day off yep. with God. I have yes. to do that. If I start off with, like I said, trying to make out my list or trying to, I don't know, can you think of other things that we get busy doing Looking at our phone, getting on social media, I cannot do any of that. And I will have to say I do pretty well with that, you know, jumping, not jumping ahead. What, what other things? That's really the all, like, that gets me. Mostly it's my phone, but I always be, I'm always intentional. Right. With my time with the Lord. I always make time. That is so good. I think the word Seriously. is intentional. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think we have to. I think we have to be intentional because if we don't, Satan is right there because he's intentional too. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, yes he, is. he is so intentional with us. So, um, okay, so tell us about like like goals that you have now that you're on fire for God. Um, just tell us some goals that you have. One of my biggest goals, and not for me personally, but I feel led to ministry. Are you serious? Yes. That is awesome. I love it so Shelby, much. Shelby, that is wonderful. Oh, my goodness. It's just going to be awesome to sit back and watch the Lord just work like, you, like you're this vessel just waiting to be used by God. And that is so exciting. Oh, I love it. So when did you... like? Is there something in particular that happened that like really opened your eyes where you were like, hey, there's more to Jesus than just going to church on Sunday. Like, I want more of him. When did, did is that a single moment for you sometime? Yes, ma'am. Um, I went to a conference. Was the first time I ever had a personal how long, encounter. How long ago was that? That was in 2021. And it was amazing. Really? Was that the night? This is all kind of unfolding. Was that the night when y'all came? It was out of town, right? Yes, ma'am. And y'all came, the group came back and y'all ate at the restaurant? Yes. I remember that night. That is so crazy. I remember that night because you were bubbling over with Jesus. Oh, I love it. It was great. It was amazing. That is so good. Just with everyone, that's all, it was all students, like-minded people. Yes. And- we were all there for the same thing. Like and the seeking message, the Lord. Yeah. And the messages that we heard, it's just my mind, it started grasping it for the first time and understanding yeah. what we have to do, you know? Yeah. What God expects of us. Let me ask you this. Did you go to that conference expecting that to happen? No. Oh, what we don't ever know when no. he's gonna show up, do we? Yeah. I, he wrecked me at that Aww. conference. He did. And you've never been the same. No. That is so good. So like now she'll be in your in y'all's house. Like you grew up knowing that Jesus loves you. And I think that is so good that your mama, you know, that she told you that. Like telling you stories. Um, 
taking you to church. So how are things different now? Wow. Okay. Yeah. It is so different now. Well, tell um, us. <laughs> it's so exciting. We are in our Bibles every single day. You say we. Who is we? It's me, my mom, and my aunt sometimes, her sister. And we just have fun. Like, we really do. Like, we're all in our bedrooms, and it's at nighttime usually and winding down. And we all come into each other's bedrooms, and it's just funny. It's like we're all telling each other little stories that we just got out of the Bible. And it's... It's, it really is so precious, that and I love so it. so good. I love it so much. That is so good. So the so the difference, I guess you could say, is that y'all have, you know, out of, like, telling you stories, like, when you were younger, that was kind of like information, you know, yeah. knowing those stories. But now, like you said earlier, you're reading the Word. And we're applying the Word, you know, yeah. to our life. Yeah. And it's, Changed. It's different. Dramatically. It's different when we read for information or just to know something versus like really seeking him, like to know him more and to know his heart and to know why Jesus did what he did or maybe he didn't do or how he answered something, you know, knowing why he did what he did. Yeah. 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 And to see what, you know, I love getting the word. Like, what do you have for me today, God? You know, like Seriously, that is me every <laughs> single day, every day. Oh, Shelby, that every is day. so good. Um, you don't have to be around you very long to know that you have a heart for the Lord and that you love the Lord and that you're seeking Him. Um, because you, girl, you love talking about the Lord. Like you strike up conversations mm-hmm. all the time, and I'm like, you go, Shelby. I know. I love it though. Like genuinely love it. I know sometimes I'm a little shy, like at the restaurant. Right. I am a little t- sometimes, sometimes you are a little bit, but not about the Lord. Like, oh man, that's good. <laughs> I can tell a story just like that about him, like and how he's worked in your life. Of course, yes, yes. all the time. I you know, it. I think you'll agree that when we really, really dig and we really search for Him and seek Him, we're gonna find Him. Of course, yes, yeah. So Shelby, um, in your opinion. What's what's the hardest thing? What's the toughest thing that teens and young people face today? I think the hardest thing that we all face is comparison and things like that. But I also think the reason why we struggle with that is because of technology and mm, social media. Right. Yeah. Which social media is a great Thing. I use it all the time, and I love seeing what others are doing and keeping in contact with people that are just not close around. Right. Yeah, I've experienced that. Yeah, and but I think the enemy also sneaks in on us. Girl, you are preaching. And mm. we start asking God, well, why am I not doing that or why am I not doing what they are doing? Or why don't I have what they have? Yes. Yes. That is so and, good. And we don't stop for a second and say, God, what do you want me to do? Mm. What do you want me to have? You know? That's right. And that is that is so good. And I think you are right on point. I think there's a lot of things that young people struggle with, but the technology, you know, mm, it it 
can really, really set us back if we let it. We can let those feelings of, you know, when we compare, we can let those feelings of jealousy, um, inadequacy and hopelessness and regret, you know, can creep in. Um, you know, I like to bring things um, to the table and making them practical. So yes. let me just see if I can come up with something here real quick off the cuff. Um, so in your case, Shelby, it would be like a boyfriend. In my case, it would be my spouse. So let's just say you've had, you know, a big old argument with your boyfriend. Let's say I've had an argument with Randy. You know, we've had an argument and um, I don't know, maybe the, you know, the house is a wreck and, you know, I'm just having a rough day, you know, yeah. you, everybody knows we've all, we all have those days, right? Yes. Absolutely. And so I jump on social media, ah, I can't talk. I jump on social media, I jump on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. And here's the first thing that pops up is a family, you know, just all put together. They look so neat and their house is just beautiful. And if I want to, I can sit there and I can just sulk and be like, woe is me. And, you know, why don't I have that? Like you said, why don't yeah. I have that? Why, you know, why do I not get all of that? And um, just start feeling sorry for ourselves. And you're right. You're, you're speaking words of wisdom. That's how the enemy sneaks in. And you're right. Social media can be a great thing to stay in touch with people, you know, to encourage people and, you know, ask for prayer, um, different things like that. But let me tell you something. I just spoke with somebody, just um, somebody reached out to me, a lady did. Um, and she was saying that, you know, I just don't feel like I'm good enough. I don't feel like I'm smart enough or pretty enough. And I looked at her and I said, look, he knew you. He knew me before he ever formed you in your mother's womb. And I'm just going to say it. God don't make no junk. You know, we are exactly how he wants us to be, how he intended. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't read and study and get, you know, um, strive for wisdom, um, but God knows exactly what He's doing. So you listeners out there, uh, just remember, count your blessings. We have so much to be thankful for. And realize the enemy, you know? Realize when the enemy is throwing that comparison, that little comparison game out there. Um, that's so good, Shelby. So um, one more quick thing. If you had some advice to give to young people your age, how did you say you are? You I'm are 20. You're 20. So if you had advice to give to, you know, teenagers and 20 to 30-year-olds, what would that advice be, Shelby? Start living your life for God fully and start really asking yourself, God, what do you want for me? Mm. And what do you want me to do? How do you want to use me? And I think that your life... And I know for a fact, because I've started playing these things out, yeah. your life will be so much better that when you're so in good. the will of God. That is so good. I heard somebody just say the other day that instead of saying, let's put God first, let's put Him in the center. Let's put Him in the center of our job. Let's put Him in the center of our relationships. Let's put Him in the center of you know, whatever we're doing, what, every area of our life. He should be in the center that is so good. Shelby, thank you so much for taking out time to be here and share with our listeners. Um, you, uh, maybe mamas that are out there and you've got a young person, maybe a 
a grandson or granddaughter, or maybe your own child is around this age, let them hear this. Let them listen. Shelby's 20 years old, y'all. And it doesn't matter if you're 84, like we talked about a couple weeks ago with Anna and the Bible, or if you're 20, you know, God is, um, God is working. He is moving and he wants to use us. He just, um, he needs our availability, maybe not our ability, but our availability. He wants to use us. Um, thank you so much. I love you a whole bunch. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye, y'all. We will see you next week, same time, same place. I'd love for you to subscribe and maybe even leave a review. Y'all, it's absolutely free. And this way, you'll get a notification each time we have a new episode. We'll see you next week on the Real Walk Podcast.